Hello, and welcome back to Let the Wookiee Win an Unofficial Star Wars Podcast. My name is Ian, and as always, I am with... Hello, everybody. Jay here. How you doing? Yeah, he's here, too. I'm here, too. <laughs> always. Hey, you know what? I want to start it out uh, just real brief. This is our first show after the crazy, tragic death we were just talking about. Kobe, yeah, of Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Bryant. Wow. And uh, I feel we'd be remiss if we didn't mention something about it. Absolutely. So, uh, unbelievable tragedy. Uh, our hearts go out to his not only his family, but the other. there were other people on board as well. Mm-hmm. Everybody seems to forget the other yeah, seven, yeah, seven yeah, people right. there. But, uh, yeah, tr- horrible tragedy and uh you know, it, it takes something like this to really appreciate somebody's work. You know, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I've always been a fan of Kobe. He's Kobe seems good. to be one of those people who has who is an athlete who reaches beyond mm-hmm. sports. Yeah, but he, you know, you, you, it's almost you start to forget about things, though. You know, I, I obviously now with his death, you know, all these uh, highlights have come out, and I'm like. Oh, I forgot just how good he actually was. Oh, yeah, I mean, was, his last game, you know he mean? put up, like, 60 points. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's amazing. So, yeah, our thoughts and prayers, uh, if that's what you do, and our, our, yeah. our thoughts go out to the families of, of, of everybody. But involved, not, like, obviously. government thoughts and prayers. These actually mean yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> and, if that's what you do, you know? Yeah. But, uh, as always, we're going to start with our cast and crew member of the week. I delved back to the original, the original, well, he did more than just the original, but his name's John Molo. Malo, Molo. This, this guy's super interesting, man. So interesting because I, <laughs> I, I was looking for the right person to because I, I try to switch it up between like the animated stuff yeah. and the films oh, and yeah. the actors and the crew. Um, so I was like, you know what? Costume design. That's a huge part of Star Wars. So yeah. I looked it up, and this is who did it. I mean, I mean yeah, you I had mean, Ralph McQuarrie do the original drawings, but this is the guy who took those and basically gave us what we've seen. Yeah, and it, and it's. You know, he's given us so much iconic work that that those movies would not be the same without the costumes. No, Absolutely not, no, not. no. He has, like, it was really cool. There In the Wikipedia article, there's a drawing of all of his, like, cantina people, and it's oh, like, yeah. oh, that's cool. Well, that's the amazing thing that this guy was able to do, He too. He uh, he was basically responsible for creating a bunch of those characters because yeah. what they would do is uh, he would come up with the costume design, and then the makeup and prosthetics people would, yeah. would go along with what he's created. And, Which he won you know, an Oscar for. Yeah, exactly. Unbelievable. But this guy, you He's so it's such an interesting life. He was a big military memorabilia collector yeah. from from a little kid. He was super um, super involved with like the, the little tin guy, soldiers and things like that. He was obsessed with military stuff, and especially with military uniforms, right? Which is really interesting, right? And, and when you think about it, especially how that permeated into Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because you know. Most of the you know the empire is all their officers or their yeah, they're imperial. I I say we switch back to imperial credits. Yeah, like in the 1700s. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, very interesting. And uh, uh, he saw a movie a, a 1935 movie, the 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 Clive of India. I think it I've was never called. even heard. I've never that even movie. heard of that. But the, he was a kid when he saw this, and he went home and started recreating King George II's costume. Like that's how into it he was. Yeah. So very, very interesting guy. And that's what, you know, a lot of the like we said, a lot of the um, inspiration for um, you know, all of those yeah. uniforms in Star Wars as far as the the Empire and stuff like that. He 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 made them yeah. he kind of copied them off of Nazi Germany yeah. uh, officer. Uh, yeah. And then when you think about it, when you look at it, it's like, yeah, it's very, very, very re- reminiscent of that. Oh, absolutely. And also, too, I didn't know this before I um, put him on the rundown to check him out. Um, he also did the um, jumpsuits for the crew on the Nostromo. Yeah. An alien. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, this guy's done a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. He's won two Academy Awards, one for Gandhi. 
um, and yep. one for A New Hope. He created um, all the British Army uh, uniforms for that. Mm-hmm. And then I think uh, it says here his last, oh wow, his last movie was Vent Horizon. Yeah, that's crazy. But he also did, uh, we worked on that 93, Three Musketeers. Yeah. Um, I just, I, Chaplin Event is, Horizon was one of those movies where it's like, why we need two versions of this same story <laughs> <Yeah>. this year. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those. Yeah, there was a couple. Was that in Armageddon, f- right? Yeah, there was a few years uh, in a row where. Uh, that happens all the time. Last year was Jungle Book. This year, or a couple years ago, was Steve Jobs. There was two of those. But this was like, uh, you know, Armageddon. Armageddon and Event Horizon literally and were Deep the same. Impact and Deep Impact, yeah, that's right. So many different uh, you know movies that had the exact, pretty much the exact same plot. Yeah, well, you know, I had a screenwriter teacher, well, multiple screenwriting teachers, tell me once that there's only seven stories and everything is a variation of one of those seven stories. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's funny because and uh, it's 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 really genius actually modeling the Imperial officers off of the German Nazi officers because you don't necessarily see that it's a German Nazi no officer, but you get that inflection and you get it, very much like the and hand, all of know, a sudden the... just because of what they're wearing you realize how evil the, the, yeah they oh are. yeah no I mean you know that's I mean? a huge people I feel like people don't really think about that in regard to like the mise-en-scene of the film but the costumes are a huge part yeah. I mean it's one of those things where everyone's like oh the sounds most important like well no if you take away one aspect the whole thing falls apart, mm-hmm. so it, it's all important. Yeah, it's super interesting though, and uh, yeah, he's our uh, he's our uh, crew member of the week. Yeah, and so thank you, John. Kudos Malo, to you, Malo, there, John. I'm really gonna learn. I should learn how to say that. Yeah, um, maybe but, it's um, maybe Spanish and it's moyo. I didn't even think of that. Uh, You're kind of blowing my mind. Right now. <laughs> um, no, no. Last week's Friday, last week's episode of Geek Tame Weekly was our Cinco de Mayo in January special. Oh, nice. Because I wore a sombrero. That's about oh, it. All right. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that does you know May's not too far away. So it's true. It's, it's May o'clock somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, um, on to a news hope. Um, so, the last two weeks we've talked about, first we talked about the story points. Last week we actually looked at some of the concept art. This week we're going to finally talk about how Colin Trevero has actually confirmed all of that was real. Yeah, because yeah, you, you never know when you see some of this stuff, especially as far as the You script. never know. Uh, you know, the pictures, obviously, they were drawn by somebody. Because anyone could write a script yeah, and but- go... Of the script you never know but yeah he tweeted out he's like yeah that was uh that was you know that was all legit stuff which mm-hmm. is pretty crazy yeah and the one thing he did say though because they're in one of the artwork that i didn't even really pay attention to when we were talking about it last week but mm-hmm. one, one of the oh uh, i looked through the, it in depth one of the pictures i guess i didn't uh catch this is that r2 looked like he was dead but yeah he's Colin yeah Chibor, he made sure he's like look he's I like would i wouldn't not uh, yeah r2. he's heavily damaged but he, he's not he's not dead right <laughs> well yeah i feel like so like it's i love how it like everyone was like okay well you know through 3 is gonna die and there wasn't like that big of a fervor yeah was, everyone was kind of like well, that makes sense but the second anyone's like r2d could have yeah. died <laughs> maybe died in a different version of this movie oh my god yeah, no r2d2 ah they couldn't have done that they couldn't but, have done that you know it's i've had time more now to like actually read through more stuff and look at more stuff and I, I've, I've kind of it's it's simmered a little bit in me, and some of the stuff I love, and then yeah. some of the stuff is like, uh, uh-uh. yeah, yeah, you like, just never know, no. Mean, and then some of it was like fan fiction, yeah. Which well, I, what I find really interesting though is the rumor was that Colin Trevorrow left because of the changes they made to the Last Jedi, but it seems as though his movie would have been a more sequelish version, right? You know, like it kind wouldn't have basically gone, okay, we're gonna disregard yeah. that, and we're gonna start <laughs> the movie with something you're gonna be like, whoa, where'd that come from? But I think that was the, the you know them. That was Star Wars. That was Disney freaking out over the reaction of the mm-hmm. last Jedi. Without like, oh, question. No, no, no. We have to do something completely different. So Which makes why. a lot of sense now. But what's really interesting too is that it was the same. It, that was the thing. I think about it. It was the reason, but for the opposite reasons mm-hmm. everyone thought. Right. Which is cool though. Is uh, interesting is he actually did 
confirm the the title Duel of Fate. Yeah, that, which I'm is, very surprised I, they I, ever agreed to that. Because out, out of all of the the the, the script being leaked and the pictures, that was the one thing I was like, no, nah, it wouldn't have been called right. That. Well, I, so but I sure get it. it I get it in like a in a circ, like a cyclical sense, in the mm-hmm. in the sense that movie number one was ended with Duel of the Fates. The trilogy, the saga will end with Duel of the Fates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still think it's a bad title. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I'm still not clearly that happy with. Rise of Skywalker. I, yeah. And the funny thing is, I think the best name out of all of them from the new trilogy is The Last Jedi. Yeah. It's like the most like Star Wars. I mean, The Force Awakens was a solid title, but yeah. like The Last Jedi, I don't think I was ever so excited for. I, I would mean, almost like that. Before that movie came one. out, like that, tra- well, that trailer yeah. was amazing, and I was like so excited. And that probably has something to do with how disappointed I was. But if you think about it, the the second one actually could have been called Rise of Skywalker, and the third one could have been Re- <laughs> the Last Jedi. Yeah, Jedi. that's so, so true. Could have been reversed. Yeah, no, but, that's uh, so true. Kevin Trevorrow, he's going on to do other things. Though. Well, he he's did... got Jurassic World three. Well, so now, have so. you seen his first movie, Safety Not Guaranteed? I. I I always wanted to see it. I haven't got around to seeing it. I have no idea who watched that and went, you know who this guy, this guy should direct Jurassic (laughs) World. Like some of that subject, like I get it with Marvel, like with John Watson, Cop Car, which is an amazing movie. I don't get how anyone in the right mind was like, this guy needs to make Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, definitely a big jump. But uh, that interesting, that movie was so interesting looking to me when I saw the trailers and then it didn't do very well because it wasn't in the theaters very long, and then I just lost track of it. Actually, you bringing it up now reminds me of it. I, I would like to see that. I'm going to look for it online. Go for it. Right. I won't stop you. Um, you can't stop No, I can't. That's very true. <laughs> I could probably have Alan try and hack your computer and stop you, but that's no, a whole different true. thing. Um, so this is really interesting to me. We talked about this when they announced it a couple months back. Project Luminous. We have had literally no details about it. No mm-hmm. one knows what it is. Is it a movie? Is it a show? Is it a campaign is it a board game yeah what the hell is it well we're gonna find out february 24th yep um february while 20th, uh, yeah some journalists uh yeah some, some journalists received journalists. Invi- invites to a um event but um, what, what everything it looks oh, like so far it's publishers so i exactly. wonder it has to be a print thing. well that's what i think it's going to be it's going to be a publishing case because it was publishing journalists and things like that and they already have a couple of authors right. attached to it oh i didn't so see i need to read the articles when i put them on the rundown <laughs> right but uh, yeah, and there's been a tweet out that says, you know, Project Luminous is coming or something like right. that. Right. Um, but, uh, there, you know, there's always talks that it could – it looks like it's going to be a publishing thing, but it could go further than that, and they could do movies and, and Well, TV I have to imagine this is sort well. of Kathleen – I mean, if, I have to imagine this came from Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. I have to imagine this is a, her way of getting some material to pull from because you don't have 34 right. freaking years of it. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but, no, so, I mean, Project Luminous, just from the sound of it and what kind of what they're trying to do with things moving forward, I almost feel like it could be a series of, like, one-shots or mini-stories that are about other Force-sensitive people discovering their Force-sensitive mm-hmm. Throughout the galaxy, that has nothing to do with the main story. Right, it could be. I mean, but also too, Project Luminous could just be a total. Oh uh, wow! Okay, it, I really need to read these. Articles. It could be Char- a total. Uh, I could have. It's a comic thing. Charles Soleil. Right. Yeah, it's a com- it has to be a it's, comic. It's a comic, thing. and and what I'm thinking, it's gonna you know because they're saying comic slash book. I think it's gonna be graphic novels. Is what it's oh be. yeah, that'd be cool. A and, series of like standalone right. Star Wars graphic novels. But, that'd be cool. Well, I mean, Project Luminous also could be a total code word too that's very true they're, well, they're you know, saying it could be something about the actual finally get something about the high republic era yeah that's so. true i mean i gotta tell you so actually charles soleil who writes for dc now for marvel now i don't know who he writes for and i think he was for marvel now he did write for dc interesting story with this guy i got to meet him a couple of times oh, really? super nice he started off as a lawyer for dc 
<laughs> and then ended up writing um, comics for was it Marvel first or damn I never which I think it was first Marvel I don't know but he wrote She Hulk which mm. was about like a lawyer oh, and okay, yeah. he actually took over for Scott Snyder on Swamp Thing in the New Fifty Two that makes um, sense yeah he wrote cause... the Death of Wolverine okay um, great writer phenomenal writer interesting um, he was a lawyer huh he was <laughs> well I don't know if he's still practicing I don't think he is but um, yeah no I mean I'm on board. Well, you got to think too. We were supposed to have some kind of announcement in January about the future of the We film. still have 2 days, right? <laughs> we still have 2, two days. days. So I think what's going to ha- I think this is all going to be oh in conjunction with each together. other. I didn't think of that. You know what I mean? That's why I think it's not only going to be just print. I think now they're they're basically going to show us February 24th. They're like this is the direction the entire universe is going to oh, take. Oh, that'd be kind of cool kind of like a Marvel at Comic-Con <clears throat> yeah, sort of thing know, or and, D23. And this is going to be so we have the, uh, and it's going to start with the print and it's going to lead into stuff. I feel like if it was that big of a thing they would hold it for D23. Yeah, but the problem is there's been so much talk about What's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? That's and there's true. been so much talk about, oh, we're going to have some January uh, announcement. And when January is almost gone now, and we haven't had an announcement, so people are starting to say, hey, what's going what's on? Going is there, on? Is there problems? Is mm-hmm. it, you know, Do you not know what's going to happen? What's going on here? I mean, so. it could be a case where there was going to be an announcement, and then all of a sudden there's not anymore because of some stuff that happened behind the scenes mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't but know. But plus two, I mean, announcing it before D23 is just going to set up. For D23. That's very true. You know that's I mean? we'll reveal it. At, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know what? D23, they say, okay, this is what we're going to do. That makes a lot By of sense. By the time D23 comes along, all of a sudden you're going to have some sneak peeks. That, that makes is, a lot that, of sense. I didn't think huge. of it. That'd be huge. Yeah. Um, freaking, oh, load faster. It's a Star, Star Wars article. It's <laughs> Baby Yoda, but with subtitles. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and other funnies. Oh, we'll share this on the page. I'm not going to look at it right now. But, um, so... Apparently, this is like a big deal to people, and I don't know why, but it's Star Wars related, so we're going to talk about it. Disney brings Sporks back to Star <laughs> Wars Galaxy's Edge, but this time you have to pay for them. Well, that's the thing. Uh, so apparently, they had these metal Sporks in the cantina, and everybody was stealing them. Yeah. They were just taking off with them, So, uh, which they were doing with a bunch of different merchandise. You know, Not, not, even, not even stuff that was supposed to be merchandise, mm-hmm. but uh, things like that. So people had stolen them. <laughs> Uh, and they instantly went on eBay. Ten ninety nine. They instantly went on eBay. So people One were selling guess. them. Yeah. So people were selling these for up to one hundred ninety bucks. Oh my god! Right now you can still find them on eBay for at least fifty bucks. It's but, mind blowing to but me. This is funny. Yeah, they're gonna sell them for ten ninety nine. They're gonna have like a little pouch. So that, that's cool, you know. If in, but it, what's really funny is the article says that. There's, they had to put security at the door. Yeah, I saw that to make sure that people wouldn't leave with the utensils. Right? Like, nope. I believe it though. I believe it because when we were there, um, my I think my mom ordered the flight. People across from us ordered like a flight, mm. and the thing that came in was like a wooden. It was like so cool that yeah. that was for purchase. Yeah. Oh, but, right. gotcha. Um, yeah. No, I, I mean, because I, I, I honestly like the first thing I thought when I got to the hotel, I was like, I could have stole so much shit from there. Well, that's I didn't. The thing. That, I wouldn't. I don't do that. But like, right. But a lot of people apparently do. Yeah. Apparently, the if they're where, bringing them back and selling them for eleven dollars. Well, because they had to actually stop having eleven dollars spork. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it better be a darn good spork. But better freaking have the force for eleven dollars. I might better <laughs> freaking be able to open things with my mind because of that shit. I, but that's the thing. As soon as the park opened up, all of a sudden people were just. 
anything that wasn't nailed down, they were taken and they were like, oh, this is my souvenir. And this is funny because like, now they're putting in like R2-D2 like roaming around. Like, you can imagine someone trying to walk out with him under like their shirt. Just like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm pregnant. Yeah, yeah exactly. But uh, Interesting. So, yeah, you can now can get your own uh, your own sport. Well, I guess I got to get an Olga's Cantina Spark next I mean, time I go makes, back to Galaxy's Edge because I need to go back to Galaxy's yeah. Edge. Well, I need to go for my first time. We should try and figure out if there's a way for us like, to go there and film shit. That'd be sweet. That'd be awesome. Do a live show from there. Right? That'd be, that'd be so cool. <laughs> We're live from Galaxy's Edge at the Black Spire. Oh, that'd be so cool. Um, so this is really cool. Um, this guy who's loaded oh, um, is selling a 5,000 square foot. Um, oh, I take that back. Only the Star Wars yeah. themed entertainment part is 5,000 square feet. It right, has exactly. six bedrooms and 11 baths, a mansion on the market for $26.5 million. And the Star Wars collection in the home is also available for purchase. Yeah, so $26.5 for the man- mansion, but you don't get the Star Wars stuff. No, that's separate. That's being sold separately. But when you look at the pictures, you can tell why. Oh, man. This it guy, is unbelievable. Like, it is filled with toys, models, replicas. Like, he has a, a life size version of Greedo behind the bar. He's, there's like 40, there's 40 life size figures all throughout oh, so, the base. Yeah, he has the R2. I'm, yeah, the he R2. Has, like, and an, 3PO he has like the... an eight foot X wing hanging from the ceiling. I mean, he has a he has a best pin themed home theater with a 19 foot screen, yeah. which is unbelievable. this whole house it's is got crazy. A, in that in that best pin uh, theater, he's got a Han Solo and carbonite. It, I mean, oh, it, I want one of those the, so the guy badly. Commissioned like art, one of a kind art. Yeah, he, the walls look like in this theater. The walls look like a freaking imperial yeah. like ship. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. This place is crazy. But it's funny because okay, 26.5 million. That doesn't include the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, I wonder I'm how the, much he wants for the Star Wars yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's nothing. There hasn't been any mention of that. But plus two, that stuff would all have to be piecemealed out because not. I, I don't know who else is going to have a basement that's that big. That you know what I mean? It's I'm like somebody on it. would. I'm but, working on it. Okay. But the point is, like that stuff is all custom built. Some so of it, I'm sure. You get all this. You know, if you buy the whole collection, it's like you're going to have to figure out where to put right? it. Right? Because <laughs> you would have to. I mean, I have to imagine the reason they're not selling it with the house is because like that cuts off so many potential buyers. Mm. But at the same time, there has to be someone who's as rich as this guy who loves Star Wars as much as this guy. I mean, that thing in the middle, the little round thing with all the helmet, he has every oh, yeah. every version yeah, of all the helmets. Giant curio cabinet with all so the So it reminds me of the thing from uh, Game of Thrones with all the faces on it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm wondering if... That's a life-size speeder bike. Yeah, exactly. I'm so curious as to how much... Because is it is it one million? Is it well? Because what if you want to buy the house but keep that as well? Is it? I'm gonna reach out to this guy see if we can get him on next week to interview. Oh, cool! Yeah, that'd be very cool. Why not? Well, I'm planning on. Uh, that's a good idea because tonight I'm gonna win the 390 million dollar Powerball, and then we'll buy the and, house. Well, well I'll, I'll buy. It. You could come over. Fine. I'll let you come over, but but by but the- by mentioning <laughs> that you got a lotto ticket, I am now two part of your lotto ticket. That's how that works. But you, no, because you didn't give me any money. That's for how me. the force works. <laughs> that's not how the force works. Um, but I'm curious because I haven't seen anywhere. I, I haven't even seen what what state is this? In? Is this in California? I have it, to imagine it's California. Does because it not say. I, I I've been I've seen a couple different articles. I even seen like a, it's in California because Hidden it, Hills is in California. I've just been informed. Okay, because in in the. Uh, a couple of days ago, my wife sent me. Uh, there's an article that has a, like a whole video that goes through. I know and like describes some of the stuff. And it's I was like, like cribs, blown away with this thing. I'm like, yeah. I, I'm like my office and my house. I got all my Star Wars stuff, but I'm like this. It's I mean, I love my pitiful. my office. Is, you know, maybe one time we'll do we'll do the show out of my office. That's what, yeah. We it's it's starting to get set up. I have to show you. Actually, I haven't seen it. I brought in a glass thing and put the helmets in there. Oh, and, nice. Yeah, right. yeah. You, uh, Ian's adulting. I'm working up to this. Ian's Ian's our little Ian's growing up. Yeah, I'm adulting. 
thing I Googled <laughs> and YouTube how to put things together. It's great. Welcome to 2020. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. <laughs> this um, guy, this guy, whoever owns this house, so I put this together. Is a boss? He's, he's a, he, I mean, he's got. Not only Star Wars is an obsession. That recording studio is so cool. He's got a recording so cool. studio and he's got a, 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 a room just filled with guitars. Which is awesome. Huge it looks like collection. that room in Guitar Center where they have all the guitars. Yeah, yeah. but it's in his house. Mm-hmm. He's, also, he's got a 750-gallon salt aquari- uh, saltwater aquarium. He's got, And they say out in the backyard he's got an, an actual observatory <laughs> that is so good it rivals the famous Griffith Observatory. Wow. And it's in this guy's backyard. That's insane. <laughs> So yeah, that's very interesting. That's insane. But um, so on from a news hope to that's no rumor, or uh, damn it, that's no moon, that's a rumor. <laughs> Son of a, <laughs> you ah, messed up your own. Writing. I know, right? Yeah, well. uh, you know, every time we start the show, I'm always worried I'm going to mess up the whole. Welcome to Let the Wookiee Win Unofficial Star Wars podcast. <laughs> but I haven't yet. <laughs> knock on wood. Well, um, there's always next but, week. So this rumor, I think, is one that everyone in Star Wars fandom is going to have their own opinion on. Yeah. Um, and that would be that. The rumor is, um, the article that we shared, uh, that we're looking at, it says he's reportedly down to return to Star Wars. The one that I read the other day is that he has been talked to. Hmm. It's not that, like, he doesn't want to, you know. Right. Yeah. So, but well, he I wants mean, full control, supposedly. Yeah. So which, that, fine. Yeah, I guess it. So, it's, it's obvious, you know, it's been... Uh, it's been reported that Lucas wasn't happy with the way that the the, the franchise went after mm-hmm. he sold it. He wasn't exactly happy with what Disney did with it. Um, but this leak is apparently from a pretty good source that had very correct information, you know, leaks on the movie. I mean, he didn't even show out. up for Rise of Skywalker's premiere. He wasn't even there. The only thing that like does help, you know, give me a little. You know, I'm worried about giving him 100, percent uh, you know, full mm-hmm. control. But he does want Filoni as his right hand man. Which would be awesome. So I mean, he's kind of was he was kind of. Tra- I felt like he was training him to be his protege, like his you know his, right. his successor. Right. Well, and the, but the problem is you know if this happens, basically Kathleen Kathleen Kennedy's out of a job. Yeah, she won't have a job anymore. What would be the point? Which so, I think a lot of people would be fine with. Yeah. So, but she, so she wants him to be more of an advisor role. But he wants if he was if he's going to come back, he wants full control. I think if anything, what they need to do is what they should have done when they bought the property in the first place: is go. All right, we want your treatments. We're going to use your treatments. But we're gonna go from there. Right. I think he should be the one who goes. This is what we're, this is how the characters are. This is what the world should be. This is the what the, you know the episode should be. But then Disney should take it from there. Right. Well, the thing that stood out to me is like how how amazing would that be though? He created this universe and then sold it for like billions, billions of dollars. Billions of dollars, and now they're begging for him to come back. So he's still gonna have, even though he doesn't own it, he's gonna have control over it. Mm-hmm. And $4 billion in his and pocket. And probably make money from being <laughs> oh, yeah, the consultant. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be so funny. So I sold ridiculous. it to Disney, and then they brought me back five years later to be the head of it. Yeah, like, it's insane. That'd be like a whole like Steve Jobs thing. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Or it's almost like uh, Lauren Michaels. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> created Saturday Night Live yep. and booted him, and came, yep. it sucked. And we he, we can't like, do right, this without back. you. Come back. Yep. Lauren, come back. Um, <laughs> so. Amazing. No, it, it would be interesting to see because, I mean – he was in control for the the prequels, and those are not very well liked. So yeah, it is. It's it's wondering, but it, it all depends on how much he's grown as well. How much he's sh- how much he's that's seen very it, true. Regardless of what he thought about it, what the fans thought about it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And obviously, I mean the prequels are. Uh, he's been made fun of that for years, and continues to make be made fun of for that. So whether he wants to come in and write the ship mm-hmm. and get his legacy back. You know who who knows, but uh, ah, man, it's it's hard to it's hard to 
like I said, is if Filoni is with them, I could see it, but mm-hmm. otherwise, I don't know. Yeah, no, it'd be interesting. I don't know. I mean, it just in what capacity would it be? That's really the mm-hmm. like the big question. Like, does he have full authority? You know what I mean? Or is it right. one of those things where like he's going to do X, Y, Z, and then all of a sudden in post Disney's going to go? Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a hard thing too because it is Disney. So no matter how much control they say they're giving you, mm-hmm. in the end. Disney has enough in money the where end, if it, it doesn't even matter. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you know, Disney has enough money so that if if something big was were to happen, they could be like, Oh no, okay, fine, we'll just scrap the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they, well, they oh, almost didn't project, put out okay, an entire freaking X Men movie. Yeah. Like exactly. literally New Mutants was shot. It's supposed to come out in 2018. Yeah. We're in 2020 now, and they're just putting it out in April after deciding they even want to. Yeah, exactly. So Disney will totally take an entire film that's been shot, reshot, edited, <laughs> and everything and go, Nyeh. sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, although in that case, they might have been doing us a favor, but we'll find out in April. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, this last rumor was very interesting, and I know we'll make a lot of fans who are like, oh, the EU's gone pretty happy. And that would be that there is a rumored uh, Jedi from the old EU who is rumored to be involved in the Obi-Wan series. Yeah. And that's a character called Sherrod Het. So there's a bunch of things going on. We've talked about it the past couple of weeks where they've been delaying now. So, And it was almost up, to, you know, almost not even sure if they were going to do it at all. But mm-hmm. it, it looks like now they're going to do a six-month delay. Yep. But we kind of got some more information Freaking on Freaking chorus line. <laughs> well, not a, I, I think know. that I, was a more of an excuse because I, I don't care. I'm blaming it on chorus line because that's just <laughs> well, funny. True. So, but it looks like they're going to totally rewrite the entire mm-hmm. thing. I'm curious though. Once we get it, like if we'll ever be able to, like, go, I want to like find out what I right. like. We talked about this last week. I want to find out the what was. Yeah, just like well, I, and I'm sure it will because just like what happened with uh, Colin, uh, with Trevor's version, it, it came out within two months of it being out. So I think it will, but uh, yeah, there's some differences that they're going to make. Uh, apparently it was supposed to be a six-part uh, series. Yeah. They're going to drop it down to four episodes. Yep. But uh, yeah, apparently, because Hossein Amini was the one that wrote it, and uh, they're not happy with it, so they're just going to completely redo it. I mean, fine. Fine. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, get it right. As long as that's we get it. That's all I care it. about. As long as we get it, mm-hmm. that is literally all I care about because I need an Obi-Wan series. Yep. So, yeah, like you were saying there, it's Sherrod Het, it's a Sherrod Het, however you say it. It's, uh, he was a character from the Dark Horse comic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he has so, a really cool story, actually. Yeah, he was a Jedi that uh, his his homeland was uh, destroyed, and he uh, left the, the Jedi Order, and he actually went to Tatooine and became a Tusken Raider warlord. Mm-hmm. And so he dresses all in Tusken Which Raider Which I think would be really stuff. cool for them to use to tie back in, oh. you know, because, like, that's where Obi-Wan is. Yeah, and plus two, yeah, and plus two, we just saw the, the Tusken Raiders in The Mandalorian as well. Mm-hmm. So we got that, uh, you know, they did a little bit more communicating. So now this would give us an opportunity to see even more yep. um, from from that species as well. But, yeah, so that that was his way of hiding and avoiding Order 66. He dressed like a Tusken Raider, became basically a Tusken Raider, and he's been hiding out on Tatooine. So the uh, the story is that uh, he finds out that Obi-Wan has Luke there, and he's actually going to try to kill Luke because he, he understands, knows he yeah. knows who he is. So that... Because he doesn't want Vader come looking for him. Right. Because then all of a sudden he's, he's there. Yeah, he's screwed know? too. No, maybe, no, maybe no. This feel. is my desert planet, yeah, guys. Exactly. I'm hiding out here. You hide out somewhere else. Right. Which so, we kind of saw play out in the Mandalorian. Yeah, exactly. So it's going to be, uh, you know, the battle of Obi Wan with uh, trying to keep Hat away from. Uh, Luke Skywalker. Which so. I think is really cool because if they do go this route, it's not forced. They're not right. forcing it. I mean, yeah. granted, they're rewriting the entire series to do it, but maybe everything else was forced mm-hmm. and they didn't felt, you know, I don't know. Yeah, because this is great. And like you said, what it, it gives a little nod to the EU now because maybe 
maybe it gives us hope that some of that EU stuff Would is you say gonna, a new hope <laughs> a new hope that some of that EU stuff is going to actually come to fruition because so many people like it maybe that's what like project luminous stuff. is is they're going to slowly it bring back be. bits and pieces of the the EU. That'd be interesting. That'd be cool. That would be. Um, now, if they did it strictly like new adaptions and didn't change anything, people would be happy. But if they, I have a feeling if they were to do something like that, which yeah. is not what I think they are doing, they would change stuff and people would get even more up and up. Yeah. Okay, we're bringing <laughs> yeah. it all back, guys, but we're going to change it. <laughs> like, no, like if that happens, I officially have no faith in whoever's making the decisions right. over there, which I would assume is Kathleen Kennedy. Um, but so we have already reached this point. And that would be our Wookiee look at that of the Wookie, week. Wookiee, look at that. Yes, sir. And so I saw these, and they looked great, and I, I wanted to eat them. But I couldn't find them because they're limited uh, yeah. edition. I haven't been able to find them. You see like, the box, though? It says limited edition. Great for birthdays. Yeah, exactly. So this is reminiscent of my childhood. Yeah. The, yeah. With the pro wrestling. <laughs> the, uh, with the heads? Yeah, the pro wrestling ice cream bars, the WWE ice cream bars. That, that's what this looks like. But they're Star Wars versions with mm -hmm. the Millennium Falcon. Yes. Um, I've seen these. I saw these a couple weeks ago online, and the article says they were found at some store that I've never Oh, we should probably say of, what they are. So. It's ice cream sandwiches <laughs> shaped like the Millennium yeah. Falcon. We have yet yeah, to actually sorry. say that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, ice cream sandwiches, uh, yes, shaped as a million falcon. They look sweet. Um, uh -huh. The limited edition ice cream sandwiches have been spotted at various retailers, including a, at High V. That's H Y dash V E E for nine dollars per box of six. That's what I'm saying. I have no idea what High V is or yeah. what part of the country that's even in. So, <laughs> so I bet you it's. An, I wonder if it's an online. How do you order ice cream online? I was just thinking about that. Amazon sells. Ice cream. They uh, they have little dry ice packs that it comes mm. with because you can get frozen meat and stuff like that delivered. As gotcha. Well. Um, shoot, you could get you could actually send uh, <laughs> National Coney Island uh, to people anywhere in the country, and it's it comes with like a, a yeah like a, a dry ice freeze pack. That has an Ian cold. prank written all over it. <laughs> but yeah, these are awesome. Like I said, they're just like those old WWE bars that had the the, yeah. the wrestlers on them. And I remember eating a Stone Cold one specifically yeah. when I was younger. So yeah, they're pretty sweet. If anybody finds them, please let us know. Yeah. Oh, and before we go though, one last bit of news that just literally popped up before we started the show, Poe Dameron's history will be explored in a young adult graphic novel. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Because I don't know if you know this, but there was an event um, before Force Awakens came out that showed that basically his parents were in the resistance and that Leia basically took over. And, right, right, right. But, uh, yeah, so, I'll, I mean, heck, I don't care if it's a young adult thing. I'm going to read it anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah. Oh, it's going to feature Zori Bliss and Babu Frick. Ah, nice. Yeah, more Babu Frick. <laughs> we're so excited. But, uh, yeah, no, that is uh, that is all for this week's Let the Wookiee Win. Um, hey, as, I, uh, I wanted to mention Oh, yes. Uh, oh, we got no, no, go for it. All right. Go we, for it. So we do have, uh, uh, you, I talked about it a couple weeks ago on March 21st. We have a big charity hockey game, uh, skatewithoutlimits.org. It's for United Cerebral Palsy. It's our 20th year anniversary. Our very own Darren McCarty is going to be playing. And Gerald Valley. Gerald Valley is going to be playing. Uh, please go to skatewithoutlimits.org for all the information. We'd love to see you guys out there. Make our 20th anniversary huge. NRM is going to be one of the, the uh, sponsors as well. So come on out, check it out. Hit me up on uh, social media at jadamstunts. Hit Ian up at, at semi-madhatter. And uh, tell us what you want to. And also uh, the, the at Wookie Podcast. Yeah, and as always, may the force be with you. Peace. <laughs>